Hey everybody, and before we start this episode, if you're listening to this podcast for the first time, I'm recording this right before the start of season two, and I'd just like to say that this is our first podcast, and we've learned a lot, and the podcast has improved a lot. Don't get me wrong, there's still lots of good content in these first episodes, but just know that they might be a bit more rough than our latest ones, so before you head out, if this is your first time listening, you should look at our recent episodes and judge us on those episodes because we've grown a lot as a podcast. Hey everybody, Richard here, and thank you for clicking on episode 8 of the Enlightened Investing Podcast, Mutual Funds Part 2. In today's episode, we're going to be going over load funds, no load funds, mutual fund ratings, and more, so make sure to listen to the whole episode. Happy Friday, and welcome back to episode 8 of the Enlightened Investing Podcast, your educational podcast about the stock market. Once again, we have Miss Cordova for Mutual Funds Part 2. So Miss Cordova, thank you for being here, and let's get started by covering two more types of funds. First, what is a load fund? A load fund is one where it's, it's usually front-loaded. You pay a fee at the beginning to be able to get into that mutual fund, and then there's fees along the way. Yes, excellent answer. So next up, what is a no-load fund? A no-load fund is generally no fees up front. There could be fees at the end, but usually um, a new type is an index fund and it has no commission. So those, sometimes there's a part where you have to be able to stay in it for a certain amount of time in order to not pay those fees. Yes, the one main thing to remember here is it's awesome that they don't charge a sales fee or commission, but some of them will make you stay invested for a specific amount of time. That varies from mutual fund to mutual funds, but usually it's going to be about five years. So next up, what is the difference between a no load fund and a load fund and how could that influence whether or not you buy? So depending on how much money you're planning on investing and what you're investing in, again, that load fund has that upfront fee. So you're going to pay, be paying prior to going in and then there could be some fees along the way. But if you're doing the no load fund, then um, you're not going to have that initial fee. So you're not going to have those fees when you go in. Yes, a load fund has fee. No load fund does not have a fee. So next up, what is a mutual fund rating? So a mutual fund rating is based off the risks of each company involved. And so those risks are on a star rating. And you can find those on Morningstar, Fidelity, all kinds of different sites. Yeah, so this is going to help you analyze the risk of a mutual fund. It tends to be AAA, AA, A, then triple B, double B, B, triple C, and so down the line with AAA being the best. So next up, how exactly do I make money on mutual funds? Is it the same as stocks? So it pretty much is the same as stocks because you, you're using stocks, but you also have somebody that's managing your money, um, that portfolio manager. Um, you can still receive dividends um, and payouts. So it's kind of it's kind of the same. You're going to get your money and the, and the dividends or the payouts. Hopefully. Right. So when the mutual fund goes up, you have the opportunity to sell if you want to, and you can make some money there. And of course, if the mutual fund is invested in stocks that pay dividends, then the mutual fund is going to pay you those dividends. So next up, what is total return in a mutual fund and what data influences that number? A total return is your percent gain on your money. So um, when the money goes up, your percent gain goes up. 
And um, so what data influences that? Well, obviously, if the, if the funds are going up, then you're going to be making money. So that's your that's the amount that you're making. Yes. So for an example for that total return of 10% means that the security increased by 10% of the original value that you bought that you bought it for, which would give you a 10% gain. So now that we've covered investing, trading and mutual funds in our episodes, which should you buy and what factors influence that decision? So everything is kind of risk-based. If you are not very risky, you don't want to risk your money. You want to kind of hold on to what you have, but you still want to have some gains. Mutual funds is the way to go because it's more diversified. So there's less uh, risk involved. If you want to go long-term, thinking towards retirement and everything else, um, investing is the way to go. But again, that's over time, you're going to see that growth. And then the most risky um, one of all is the trading. There's also taxes and other fees that are involved in that as well, but that also has the potential for a lot of gain if you're really watching it. So it's kind of based off your risk, where, where, you, where you as a person want to stand. Yes, we cover this in almost every episode. It all boils down to risk tolerance and what risks that you're willing to take with your money. All right, and that will conclude the eighth episode of the Enlightened Investing Podcast. Huge thanks to Ms. Cordova. This was an especially tough one, so great job and great responses. Finally, make sure to follow our Instagram account, at enlightened underscore investing, and feel free to contact us with any questions you have at enlightenedinvesting at enlightenedinvesting.net. That's all. I'll see you guys next week. Disclaimer. Neither the host nor the guest speakers can guarantee possible outcome or profit from our discussions. Our ideas and opinions are based upon reliable information, but in the end, they're only expressions of our best opinions, and some of those opinions could be incorrect.